This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, April 14th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. No one likes recession, but should the recession most Americans now expect be blamed on so-called bad trade deals of years past? Dan Griswold, the director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies, weighs in. When a Federal Reserve chairman uses the word recession when he's talking to members of Congress, they're is legitimate concern that a recession may be in the air. But that also brings up a lot of people who say that we've signed a bunch of bad trade agreements. Uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, two of the chief proponents of that uh, line of thinking. What's the role of trade and business cycles? Yeah, there's plenty of reasons not to want a recession. And one of them is it tends to give ammunition to the demagogues who uh, point, point to immigrants and foreign trade as somehow causing uh, the, the recession and, and our problems. And what our research shows at Cato is that far from causing recessions, uh, current uh, trends in more trade and, and globalization in the United States have probably contributed to a moderation of the business cycle. You know, all the evidence is that recessions mercifully are uh, less frequent, are uh, shorter and shallower than they've been in the past. Uh, and we uh, cite our own research as well as uh, Federal Reserve research uh, that, that shows basically if you look back uh, in the decades before, about, about the mid-1980s is when the business cycle really started to moderate. If you go uh, before then, uh, recessions were uh, about two or three times more uh, likely to happen uh, in, a, say, a given decade. Uh, they were deeper. Uh, they were longer. They led to higher unemployment rates. You know, you look at the last 25 years, and, and uh, excluding the current recession that we may be in, the last 25 years, we've only had two other recessions, uh, 1990, 91, and then 2001. And relatively speaking, uh, they were short and shallow recessions, not resulting in high unemployment. And I think the evidence is that trade and globalization have played a role in this moderation of the, of the business cycle. Played a role? But what else could have contributed to a uh, moderation of the business cycle? I mean, yes. clearly it's occurred, and clearly globalization has occurred at the same time. But uh, how strongly can you make that tie or tie this moderation to other things? Yes, there, there's a growing literature on this, and economists are calling it the great moderation. One of the possible explanations is better monetary policy. Uh, one is just good luck, fewer external shocks to the economy. I think we've had a number of those, including September 11th and, and, and other things. But another explanation is structural changes in the economy, uh, the diffusion of information, uh, better, better management, uh, and included in those is, is trade and globalization. And, and here's why I think trade and globalization has played a role in moderating the business cycle. It has given us a more flexible and diversified economy. Our eggs are in a wider array of baskets. Uh, when the domestic economy starts to slow, oh, let's say the housing sector runs into a rough patch, we have the export sector to pick up the slack. And you look at last year, it was a tough year in terms of uh, the mortgage and housing markets, but it was a gangbuster year in terms of U.S. exports. U.S. exports were up uh, 12.5% last year, twice as fast as the growth of imports. The profits U.S. companies earned on their investments abroad was up 20%. So what we're finding is, as U.S. companies find that the domestic market is slowing, they're tapping into emerging markets abroad, and they're able to take up some of that slack. And that has meant uh, fewer layoffs, 
a, a more robust uh, bottom line uh, for U.S. companies, even in relatively uh, difficult times. George Bush famously said in the 90s, the economy is doing great, but unemployment is a lagging indicator. Meaning, yeah, the economy is doing fine in every way except the one way that you actual humans care about it, which is whether or not you have a job. Yes. Exports did, did really well last year, but the job picture probably in that manufacturing sector is in consistent decline. And people would attribute that to free trade. And uh, to the extent that you're worried about your own job, the fears of recession are there. Yeah. Uh, unemployment is one of the most, it is a lagging indicator, and it's one of the most politically sensitive ones. Uh, but you look at the late 1990s when we had record low unemployment, job creation, everything seemed to be going right. That was also a time of dramatically increasing trade and globalization. And by the way, increasing trade trade deficits. So the, the critics of trade can't have it both ways. They can't say the 1990s was this great time, we need to do it again, uh, when in fact that was also a time of expanding trade. You look at Bill Clinton's record on uh, NAFTA, on the Uruguay Round Agreements Act, China's uh, ad- admission into the WTO. This was a time of expanding trade. Uh, and we think trade should get uh, the credit, not the blame, for our uh, enhanced economic performance. Critics of expanded trade say that times were actually better 100 years ago when we had import restrictions and export restrictions. This is an argument you often hear from, from Pat Buchanan and others who don't really understand economics very well, so they draw on this historical argument. And I talk a, a little bit about this in my, my free trade Bolden, if you go back 100 years ago, it, it, it was a time of robust growth in U.S. industry. But what you find is the most protected sectors were not leading the growth. That's one problem with that. Two, we had large-scale immigration and large trade deficits uh, during, during that time. But also, uh, 100 years ago, the late uh, 1900s, early uh, 20th century, was also a time of very wrenching boom-and-bust cycles. And you look at the history of the business cycle, uh, we were in recession about 40% of the time uh, from the Civil War uh, up until the, the 1930s. So we had high tariff walls. It did not deliver the growth that was promised to the protected sectors. And you could also argue that it uh, contributed to this boom and bust cycle because all we had was a domestic economy. I mean, after all, the Great Depression of the 1930s occurred on the protectionist watch. So I don't think they have much room to say they're the ones who can best manage uh, the economy and, and, and the business cycle because they really blew it last time they were in charge. Dan Griswold is the director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies. Read more on the benefits of liberalized trade at cato.org. <laughs>